0: Welcome to the Lioness Queen Podcast. Your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha, founder, speaker, spiritual coach, and licensed minister, shares how she overcame the emotional trauma from divorce with her faith in God. Now let's jump into your daily dose of letting go of the past and living totally residue free. Here's your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha. Welcome back, my Linus Queens. This is the third Tuesday in the month of hot July, July 20th, and we are in our last half of the year 2020. So today, I'm going to do something a little different. Today, I wanted to pay tribute to the late and honorable Congressman John Lewis. So sadly, this great man of valor is what I call him, a great man of valor, took his last breath On This Side of Heaven on this past Friday, July 17th, and I just felt led to discuss his life and legacy, but still connecting um, his life with our theme for the month, and that is emotional scars. So you know how I love starting out with a quote or poem, and today, since I am honoring Congressman Lewis, I wanted to reflect on a quote directly from him. And the quote says, we are one people with one family. We all live in the same house. And through books, through information, we must find a way to say to people that we must lay down the burden of hate. For hate is too heavy a burden to bear. And so I truly believe that being the victim of hate it's definitely and it can create an emotional scar that is challenging to experience, process and really kind of heal from. And so the most powerful part for me um, from his quote is the part that is the end that he says, we must lay down the burden of hate for hate is too heavy a burden to bear And so I was, as I was reflecting on this quote, I truly believe this is a hard card to to be dealt with in life, especially when one has been the victim of hate in some form or another. And so for a man like Congressman Lewis to have seen his share of hate in his lifetime, to make this statement is quite remarkable. And it reflects what I would say, his faith mindset of a spiritual lens that he had, just like Jesus. You know, not to mention if we are to have the mind of Christ, this is how God wants us to process things that we go through with love instead of hate. And so God does not want us holding on to the act or bear the weight of the action of another, but he wants us to have a faith mindset that not only, (laughs) let me say, not only is God our vindicator, but he is also our healer and he is also our comforter. Amen. So Congressman Lewis is often, has often been referred to as one of the most courageous men of the civil rights movement. And he has seen his share of hate over the years. And I'm, I'm pretty sure you can attest to this. Being inspired by Montgomery bus boycotts and Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., his life and legacy, Congressman Lewis made a conscious decision to become a part of the civil rights movement as a way to help protect human rights, establish civil rights, advocate for justice as a way to create what he called the beloved community in America. He felt this was his purpose, even as a young lad, as a young man, this is what God put him here on earth to do. And and although he was what I would call a man of valor, he definitely had his share of emotional scars and so as we relate to the theme and we think about his life and legacy despite of being arrested um over 40 times fighting for justice and voting rights experiencing severe physical attacks with serious injuries fighting against Jim Crow segregation in the south um overcoming bloody sunday and different sit-ins etc this man still believed that the biggest impression to leave on the world is the power of how to fight in love and peace for a man who was wrongly accused wrongly beat wrongly threatened wrongly judged wrongly ridiculed wrongly mistreated. Congressman Lewis never responded tit for tat, never responded hate with hate. He always responded showing God's love and peace. This is an absolutely remarkable and noble act. How many of us would be able to respond like he did with a faith mindset showing only God's love? If we think about all of the wrongly accused and serious injuries that could have left Congressman Lewis permanently paralyzed, crippled, or even dead, he should have had a lot of emotional scars from all of the things that he went through in his lifetime. And if you compare your life to his, it does not compare. And so if you do not know much about his life and legacy, I highly suggest you read about him and all of the things that he overcame, all of the things that he went through, and all of the things that he stood for. And when you read about his life and legacy and and read the various incidents that he endured, I truly believe you will be in awe of how this man went through so much pain, agony, hate brokenness, mistreatment, and unfortunate events, that his faith should have been shattered. His faith should have given up. After, I mean, if you think about it, after he was arrested the first five times, right? His faith should have been shattered. After witnessing to people he loved that were killed or lynched. But no, this man believed in God believed he had a purpose, and believed that one day a change was going to come. So here are some things that I would say could help you understand. Congressman Lewis had a faith mindset, and he did not allow the challenges and adversities of life to create emotional scars on his subconscious. So one, he believed he had a purpose, and his purpose was a great sacrifice from the beginning. There was a drive in him like none other that gave him a David kind of faith mindset to tackle the Goliaths in a time when many felt he did not deserve a seat at the table. Definitely being an activist for civil rights in the 60s was not the most popular kind of purpose. It was a huge sacrifice. It definitely was not for the weak at heart and at times you didn't know if you were going to take your last breath. You truly have had to have a heart for people in order to bear the weight of the world and sacrifice everything. And this man sacrificed his life, his family, his health, his children, his friends, his career, and his legacy for a love and passion for people. It is one thing to stand for justice for your family and friends, but when you make a conscious decision to stand for human rights for all people, that, my friends, that's a huge statement. Commitment and sacrifice that everyone cannot fulfill. Everyone doesn't have the heart to die, to be willing to die for someone that you do not know. I'm pretty sure from the beginning, and even before he accepted the call to be an activist, Congressman Lewis saw some things. He heard some things, experienced some things, but even in the midst of fear, even in the midst of turmoil, even in the midst of hate, even in the midst of uncertainty, even in the midst of physical, emotional, psychological abuse, he never allowed what others did to create an emotional scar on his subconscious so deep that would block his purpose, would block the purpose that God wanted to feel fulfill in his life. I truly believe the more opposition that came towards him made him believe God even the more. It made him believe that he was on the right track and know that he did not have time to be wasting on distractions, on what naysayers were were doing. He didn't. Um, he couldn't get distracted on the hate that was running rampant in the world. He couldn't get frustrated when people didn't want to show empathy and understand his fight or position. No, no matter what the opposition was, he believed God called him to be one of the chosen ones, to help others have a seat at the table and realize that everyone deserves equal rights. Now, my question for you is, what is your purpose, Linus Queens? Do you believe that you have been called just like Congressman Lewis? Has there been something that sparked an interest to help a special population for a special cause? Well, we are all born for a purpose and a purpose for kingdom building. We do not have time to waste our lives away. Go to work, go to this job, go home, watch reality TV shows go to sleep, wake up, and do it all over again. No. What is God calling you to do for the upbuilding of his kingdom? You have been called for such a time as this, just like Congressman Lewis. He had a revelation one day and just knew God called him to do something great. Was there adversity? Yes. Was there fear? Yes. Was there uncertainty of not always knowing what to do in the face of hate? Yes. Was there threatening situations? He didn't know how he was going to get out of? Yes. But even in the midst of all of that, he knew that if he was walking out his purpose, that God would be with him. And so should you. God doesn't require... That you know everything before you take the step of faith, he he just wants you to take the first step, and then he will reveal how he how, how to start at, how to start that thing out and and what to do and where to go and who to connect with. He just wants you to take that first step. Stop trying to wait on a sign, a confirmation, a word from a a, a famous prophetess. A certain amount of money to come to be put in your bank account. I'm going to wait on a promotion so this can happen so I can get these ducks in a row. No, God is waiting on you to step out on faith and believe in what he can do, not what you can do, but one, you need to be on the right channel to hear his voice and it's all about your focus. It's all about where is your attention? What are you focusing on? See, we, can't, we cannot be distracted by what is going on in the world today. There is a lot going on in the year 2020. And the enemy is trying to get us distracted. Congressman Lewis wasn't distracted by the wiles of the enemy. And you shouldn't be either. When you are distracted by what the enemy is doing, you will never fulfill your purpose. Uh, Just think about this. If Congressman Lewis became so distracted by all of the hate he saw in the world, he would never, he would have never been able to become the giant he was for justice. A giant who knew how to take a hit and keep on moving. He never let, the hits take his eyes off of his purpose. He never let a hit take his eyes off of fighting for justice for all. So that all can have a seat at the table. When God wants the giant to arise in you, you cannot allow fear or what people are trying to do distract you from your purpose. You... you You will never walk in everything that the Lord is destined for your life when you're so concerned about what other people are doing or what they are doing to you or trying to do to you. If you always focus on what is being done to you instead of what God can do through you, you will never fulfill the purpose he's called you to. Amen. So don't, this, this, this is getting me a little riled up. This, this makes me want to start preaching. But Congressman Lewis was chosen. But you are chosen as well. If you only believe. See, I am a believer that the enemy doesn't want you to grab hold until there is a giant in you, Lioness Queen. And he doesn't want you to know your purpose. If you get on the right channel, if you hear God's voice, if you accept the call to your purpose, if you let go and believe, then you will be able to step into where God is trying to take you and the enemy cannot stop that giant in you. See 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 the enemy is so busy getting you distracted focusing on what happened to you focusing on the emotional scars on your subconscious that you're so distracted you can't even see the blessings and the good things that God is even doing in the midst of what's going on right now you 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 can't even you you can't even heal Because of the scar is causing you to be distracted. God wants you to give over everything that's ever been done to you. Give over everything that's traumatic that has happened to you. Give it over to him. And recognize that God called you to be the Joseph in the family. Sometimes adversity happens. And the first thing we think It's about us. This is happening to me. Why is God doing this to me? But you must see it from a spiritual lens. In the spirit realm, I'm going to tell you, this is what God said to me. This is the revelation he gave to me. God allows things to happen through us, but they were not designed for us. When something happens through you, it, it, it doesn't mean that you were the object lesson. It just means that God will use the story as an object lesson to help someone else. Let me say that again. When something happens through you, it doesn't mean you were the object lesson. It just means that God will use the story as an object lesson to help someone else. Think about Joseph. Joseph and what his brothers did to him. It happened through him, but the real object lesson wasn't for Joseph. It was for his brothers. See, see, he was the chosen one who had to go through it. Are you hearing me, Lioness Queens? It is about going through the valley of the shadow of death. Why? Because God has never left you. He's always been by your side. Amen so I am using you lioness queens this is what God is saying you are my chosen one yes you may be called to go through some things just like congressman Lewis (laughs) and Joseph right they both were vindicated though right you will be as well you will be vindicated You just have to let go, let God, and take that first step. Amen. So Congressman Lewis did not allow what was going on in the world to become an emotional scar in his life. He did not want that to grow in his subconscious where he hated white people. No, it's not what he did. He used the opposition as an opportunity to create a segue to show God's love. It is all about showing God's love right now in the midst of a pandemic. There's so many people, I I mean, being very, I mean, I mean, it's crazy how there's so many people refusing to wear a mask. Refusing to follow the laws the guidelines, the policies, and procedures to help someone else stay safe. Refusing. But even in the midst of all of this drama going on, even in the midst of people feeling Corona isn't real, people are dying from Corona, Corona, People thinking there is no, it's all a conspiracy. Whatever the case may be, Linus Queens, God is using the opposition as an opportunity to create a segue to still show God's love. I believe this is another indicator that Congressman Lewis had that, that really showed that he had a faith mindset. And this is what made him stand out even the more. He believed in showing God's love no matter the cost. Can we show God's love even when we see somebody who doesn't wear a mask and they should be? Now, 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 I ask you the question, how hard is that? How hard is it to really show God's love? How did Congressman Lewis do it? How did he work through all of the verbal, the physical, the psychological, the mental abuse through racism? And use it as a way for an object lesson. (laughs) To show other people, to teach other people a lesson. Again, remember I said that God uses what we go through as an object lesson for someone else. But he's calling you to go through it. Sometimes the end result may not be what you intended it to be in the moment. But guess what? Congressman Lewis believed a change would come so I found this article and it was so interesting to me and, and, and all of this will come together in a minute there was a man by the name of Elvin Wilson who was a former Klansman who when John Lewis was 21 beat him because he walked in a whites only section and he beat him so bad bad um, that blood went everywhere the police had to be called you know and, and that man did not realize who Congressman Lewis was. He didn't realize that 21-year-old would eventually become a member of the U.S. House Representatives. And 50 years later went by. This former Klansman became saved and found the Lord and realized he needed to reconcile from some things that he did from his younger years when he was a bitter, angry man who hated, who breathed hate, and as a result, in 2010, Wilson got an opportunity to apologize to Congressman Lewis face-to-face 50 years later. Again, this is how you know this man walked in a faith mindset. So the article, this article said, Lewis told Wilson, I forgive you. I don't have any ill will, any ill feelings, any bitterness, any malice. And at the end, Wilson gave Lewis a hug. Lewis hugged him back. And then they both cried. Lewis had a moment and realized that the change eventually came. Like I said, you may not see the object lesson in the moment, but God is always teaching a lesson. This is what Jesus did. This is the beauty for me in Congressman Lewis's life. That he had the ability to show unconditional love in the face of fear, in the face of hate, and in the face of death. Just like Jesus. I mean, even at the at the end of Jesus' ministry, there was a time of opposition, which was close to when he was, it was time for him to be crucified. All in all, when Jesus started this ministry, he was popular. He showed compassion to believers and non believers. He showed Jesus he had a heart for people, he showed humility. He showed that he didn't always have to be in the forefront. He showed his commitment to the work and the work that he was called and purposed to do. And last, he showed his willingness to be the sacrifice for justice for all. That is the kind of love that crosses all racial barriers, all languages, boundaries, cultures, cultures, morals, and beliefs. Jesus always fought for what was right, but he always fought through love. This is how Congressman Lewis fought. He didn't fight for himself, but he fought for others in a way that made you inquisitive into how he had the ability to love people who hurt him, love people who abused him, love people who mistreated and hated him. This is the indicator that his faith mindset catapulted him in a way that gave him the power and authority to accomplish all of the things he did in his life. The question God has for us is how can we continue the cause, continue the mission, through always showing God's love? Each of us have a purpose. It may be the purpose to fight for justice In some kind of way. And so. A few weeks ago. I was a guest on a podcast. With some local teenagers. And I was talking about Black Lives Matter. And they were sharing how. This generation feels so numb. To all of it. They feel numb. And overwhelmed. Of whether or not their lives really matter. Feeling. Like. We've come far, but really how far have we come? And it was an interesting dialogue speaking with these young people and hearing their views. But I shared that we all have a purpose and our purpose here on earth may not all look the same. And so the question lies in what role do you have in helping the cause? If that is something you are called to do. Just like Congressman Lewis, he knew God called him to fight for justice. He knew that that was the call on his life. One, you you have to know what your purpose is. And two, do not discount other people and their purpose in their cause. If it doesn't look like yours, it's all about showing God's love. That is the goal. Unfortunately, as people of color, we're so quick to be judgmental when we feel others are not doing enough to support Black Lives Matter and et cetera, right? But it is not our position to judge others and what God calls them to do. In the end, it's all about God's love. I'm sure Congressman Lewis had friends who were not by his side all the time, but he wasn't judgmental. He just stayed his course. He just walked in his purpose. See, see, you got to stay in your purpose and what God has called you to do, just like Congressman Lewis. If you feel God has called you to stand for justice and stand for equality, then walk in it and do it. But definitely the reason why he is so respected and honored is because of his commitment to always responding in love. That is the cause. Lastly, I believe he totally relied on Romans eight twenty eight that all things work together for the good. There was an article I found that, that um, where PBS did an interview with Congress, Congressman Lewis in t- two thousand and four, and he made a statement that connects to Romans eight twenty eight, and he said, "In my estimation, the civil rights movement was a religious phenomenon." When we go out to sit in or go out to march, I felt and I really believe there was a force in front of us and a force behind us. Because sometimes you didn't know what to do. You didn't know what to say. You didn't know how you were going to make it through the day or the night. But somehow and some way you believed. You had faith that it all was going to be all right. Mm-mm-mm. I'm telling you, that is Romans 8, 28. Congressman Lewis was saying that no matter what emotional trauma he faced, no matter... The testing of his faith is still worketh patience. No matter the valley of the shadow of death when he was beaten so bad he almost died. No matter the times he saw men, women, and children hung from trees. No matter how many times his life and family were threatened. No matter the times he was arrested for just peacefully protesting his freedom of speech. No matter how many sit-ins he had to face no matter how many people told him the word no that he didn't did did that he did deserve a seat at the table he believed just like the syphronician woman that he still had a right and with all with 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 god all things are possible with god all things are working together for his good how can a man who was arrested 40 times, over 40 times, have a seat and be a member of the U.S. House of Representatives? How can a man who was brutally attacked, left for dead so many times, still receive the Presidential Medal of Freedom Award by President Obama? <laughs> How did all of that happen? Let me tell you how. It is a fabric that having a faith mindset had the ability to help him believe in God's supernatural power and believe that God was able to do exceedingly abundantly above all he could ever ask or think. A God who sustained his life during the worst turmoil in America A God who protected him from danger seen and unseen. A God who worked everything out for his good. His life is a testament to God's goodness and God's favor. When we keep a faith mindset and wait for God to move, God will vindicate you. God did vindicate him. If God can do that for Congressman Lewis, he can do it for you if you only believe what are you believing today Linus Queens. what are you believing today? are you believing the purpose that God called you to do? are you believing that when you take that step He will give you everything that you need to answer the call or are you con- are you listening? To the emotional scars of your past that are holding you back from stepping into a place that God is trying to take you. He is trying to call the giant out in you, but you must be on the right channel to hear the call. I want to thank Congressman Lewis. What a great giant! Thank you, sir, for your love, your commitment, and your sacrifice. You've left a legacy. You've left this world in a way where we look up to you. We want to be like you when we grow up. We honor you today, sir. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that God welcomed you into his arms and said, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Thank you. We love you. We miss you. But we will never forget the imprint that you left on humanity. Amen. Reverend Dr. Marisha. You're a lioness queen. Let's go ahead and declare our weekly chant over our lives. Amen. Repeat after me. I am a lioness queen. God wants me to rise up. He wants me to take my rightful place as the queen I am. He wants me to be residue free. Intentional in my fight. Stand on the word of God. Realize I am a masterpiece. I am. I am. I am enough. I am a lioness queen with a purpose. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining the Lioness Queen podcast. Please subscribe and write a review. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and even iHeartRadio. I would love to hear how this message empowered you. Come back next Tuesday at 3 p.m. for more from your Lioness Queen.